0: got something to say to me? Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. <sighs> Check one, two, testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? No no Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
1: It's the Five Hundred Million test. I am going to plant my seed. In you, with John Bryant, so fucking classy and yeah. such a fucking gentleman. And the
0: jazz man,
1: Hey, you're talking to my guy. All
0: wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. A stab in the face with a soldering iron.
1: Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Max.
0: What's up, Kill Crew? That's right. It's the 503 killcast. All killer, no filler. Eight days a week, and oh, jam right up excited. It's football, football time. Boom out. Ah, jam right. It's also whiskey time.
1: It's it. is whiskey. Cheers. Yes, yes. Hey, to a great fantasy season. Yeah, that's right. Mmm. Mm. It's Labor Day. It's a little after 10:30, and we're already <laughs> drinking. <laughs> yeah. Great, uh, not Jim Beam, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. All okay. right.
0: That's not product placement.
1: <laughs> New sponsor for the show. No. All right.
0: Well, John Bryant, draft is in the books. We're ready to get into the fourth season. What do you want to talk about? Um. Doesn't matter because doesn't there's matter. something that I want to talk about.
1: What do you want to talk about? I want to talk
0: about Khalil Mack to the Bears. Uh,
1: <laughs> what a steal.
0: Oh, my God. Look, it's not super fantasy relevant because he's not like a fantasy player, you know, mm. plays on defense, but still he's pretty amazing and the Bears got him and now I love the Bears defense for fantasy purposes. I think they have arguably, you know, the best front four Ugh. front seven in the league, at least top three.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like Houston. I, so. I like uh, LA's line a lot better. Uh, I do. That's why I said Some top might three. say San Diego, not me, but some.
0: I wouldn't say San Diego because yeah. San Diego's not a football team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> suck it, Shane.
1: They still suck in my heart. <laughs> All right, so that's, that was the big uh, NFL trade that happened recently.
0: That's right. That was the big one. But then we had some big uh, fantasy trades in our we league. We had some
1: blockbuster fantasy trades in our league. You want me to run run through the first one? Yeah, go for it. All right, so they all involve
0: Mikey, of course.
1: Of course. So um, Uri traded his keeper slash first round pick, Le'Veon Bell.
0: Who he could have had 12th overall.
1: 12th overall. Um, Uri, you were sitting on a big pot of gold and you didn't know what to do with it. Uh, you are
0: the Raiders of our league, Uri.
1: <laughs> So Le'Veon
0: Bell 12th overall? Come on, man.
1: Yeah, that's a no-brainer. You keep that. Maybe. Maybe. Um, So, yeah, he gave that to Mikey for Mikey's, what, fourth and... First round pick, right? First round pick and fourth round pick. Mikey, How it was shaked out is Mikey ended up getting AJ AJ Green and Brandon Cooks. I'm sorry. Uri ended up getting AJ Green and Brandon Cooks, and Mikey got Le'Veon Bell.
0: I'm sorry, Uri. I would take Le'Veon Bell over both those. Yep.
1: Yeah, any day.
0: Le'Veon Bell is in a class of his own. He's... You know, the, it always at least, you know, the top one of the top three running backs in the league. He's a three down, workhorse back. Now, the only thing that I can think of that maybe would make the shakeout right for Uri is that maybe Le'Veon Bell sits out and doesn't play this year.
1: I think that's what Uri was afraid of. I think so, too. And I don't think Le'Veon Bell is going to miss the entire season. But no. I, I don't know if we're going to get to our bold predictions today, but one of mine is very much about Le'Veon Bell. I, yeah. So we'll save that for later okay. uh, The other big trade that happened Before the draft was uh, Diddy gave his first round pick to Mikey So Mikey essentially had two first round picks Thanks Diddy um, For Good an job. extra third and two fourth round picks That Mikey had acquired uh, Mikey got Kareem Hunt in the first round Diddy ended up getting Evan Ingram, Alshon Jeffery, and Michael Crabtree Now Lynn Thunder Who would you rather have? Kareem Hunt Or Evan Ingram, Alshon Jeffery, and Michael Crabtree
0: you know, I'd rather have those three players than Kareem Hunt.
1: I disagree. I, li- I like Kareem Hunt.
0: See, I'm... I'm hit, your bu- not... hit your button. Which one? Oh. No! <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of this for the rest of the season, Killcast. No. No! Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so, because, yeah, Kareem Hunt's a great player, but he kind of faded down the stretch, and it always seems like Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs have a great running back one year, and then it's another guy the next year, and Spencer Ware's back this year. Plus... Michael Crabtree, number one right wide receiver on that team.
1: In Baltimore.
0: In Baltimore. Yeah. And Evan Ingram, a great tight end. Uh,
1: I think his usage is, is yeah. going to change a lot this year.
0: And Alshon Jeffrey is a perfectly fine wide receiver, too. I'd rather have Who's those... not going to play? He's off the pup. He got activated.
1: Did he really? Yeah. So does that mean, though, he's 100%? I don't think so.
0: He's never 100%. He's Alshon Jeffrey. He's always yeah. got something. But, hey, I'd rather have those three players than Kareem Hunt.
1: Mm, i'd rather have groom hunt so we'll have to just uh agree to disagree on that one we'll see yeah and then there was one more trade <coughs> recently
0: that's right i traded with mikey i'm sorry everyone i know we wanted to trade embargo mikey but i couldn't <laughs> help it and i think i actually got the better end of the deal
1: you got uh ridley
0: no anthony miller
1: anthony miller who most for mike people, williams yeah
0: most people don't know who anthony miller is because he's a ro- rookie he's a wide receiver for the chicago bears which I know is normally fantasy kryptonite. But he's got a big chip on his shoulder. He's done some amazing things in both the preseason and camp. They've been kind of hiding him throughout the preseason. But even so, he's been performing pretty well. And he's just got that chip on his shoulder. He's going to be playing in the slot. And I really like him, especially for where he was drafted in the 12th round. I think he's going to be a really good PPR machine. I think he's going to end up being the same type of player. Not going to have the same type of production, but I think he's going to be end up being the same type of player as, and I know you're going to want me to hit the no button here, but Stefan Diggs, Jarvis Landry, I see him as kind of cut from that mold.
1: Okay. So you really think that Matt Nagy and Helfridge are going to just cut loose with Trubisky this year? I think so, he yeah. He had a record low passing uh Attempts for a quarterback last year.
0: As a Chicago Bears fan, I can tell you that was because they were playing stone age football. It was
1: John Fox. Yeah,
0: it was Foxball. So I'm really high on Anthony Miller, especially where he was drafted in the 12th round. I think that he's a perfectly good candidate to open the season as a keeper for next year, and I feel like I gave up Mike Williams, who I drafted in the eighth round, for him, and I I, I think that's good value. But I also think I ended up a little better.
1: Yeah, I'd rather have Mike Williams, but I can see yeah, where you're fair coming enough. from as a Bears yeah. fan. I guess
0: I'm very high on Anthony Miller, I'm higher the,
1: probably than most people. Yeah, you want to get that intro music ready? Because you know what time it is. It's time to talk about the rest of the draft. Let's do it.
0: You don't call retarded people retard[s]. You call your friends retard[s] when they're acting retarded.
1: All right, Lynn Thunder. So usually we start out by just telling someone how awful they did at the draft. But first, we're going to we we're gonna look inward. We're okay. going to look at the kill cast and see how okay. you and I drafted. All right. So uh, first things first, what was your favorite pick on your team in the draft?
0: My favorite pick on my team, and I will freely admit I did not have a very good draft. Oh, I was, really? I okay. was unhappy with my draft. We can talk about that later if we have time. But for right now, my favorite pick on my team Ricky Seals-Jones in the 15th. I think he's got a lot of good upside. I think he's he's not on a very good team right now, but I think he might end up being Mr. Very Necessary on that team, especially with Larry Fitzgerald entering his, what, age, like 60-something season. And in the 15th round, I'm very happy with that.
1: All right. Lynn Thunder, I agree with everything you just said, but I'm going to skip forward a little bit and tell you that my least favorite pick for yours. Zach Ertz. Was Ricky Seal, Just Jones, and Zach Ertz together? Yeah. Here's the thing. Fair enough. Zach Ertz is a top three tight end. Usually, mm-hmm. when you get a top three tight end, you don't really draft a backup tight end. That's right. But you, you know, there's always the exception because you know you, there's bye weeks. But they have the same bye week.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Zach, I don't,
1: so you're just, so okay.
0: I don't look at bye weeks when I draft.
1: So are you gonna just let? Ricky Seals Jones ride the pine on your bench all year. When is their bye week? Like eleven.
0: Eleven.
1: I think it's eleven. I don't know.
0: I think by week eleven, maybe one or
1: so you'll just both t- will not be on Have my team. wasted a bench spot with Ricky Seals Jones because you're not going to play him in this in the flex ever.
0: I don't know. We'll see. If he is who I think he is, I might end up trying to ship Zach Ertz.
1: I mean, that's all. No one trades for tight ends. Uh. Maybe you can put come him in, on. People
0: have traded for tight ends before. All right dumb people. Jimmy Graham, Gronk, come on. People will trade for Zach Ertz.
1: All right, we'll see. All right, my favorite pick in my draft was uh Michael Gallup in the 13th round. I think he has a clear-cut path to being in the number 1 wide right receiver in Dallas. Um I can keep him next year in the 11th round. Uh I think he's the most talented wide receiver there. I'm not I'm not going to start him the first couple weeks. I, ne- I think no, he needs to work a bench his stash. I think he needs to work his way into that offense, but I mean, other than Cole Beasley, there's no talent there to throw it to, so no. it's going to be Michael Gallup.
0: Yeah, you guys, Dallas has no wide receivers. Why the hell did you guys cut jo- or Des Bryant?
1: Why? Did, uh, I don't, Why? I don't know. Ah. I I very much disagreed with the decision, but it wasn't mine to make. So would,
0: would you like to push my button? Yes. <laughs> That's how. That I was a good it. one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right. Uh, let me tell you who I think was your best pick on your team. Oh, okay. Well, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's yeah. a little complimenting back and forth. Uh, yes. Okay. All right, I think it wasn't like a a great steal or anything or amazing value, but I really liked the Jarvis Landry pick in the third round. Yeah. I was really hoping he'd fall to me in the third. I think he's going to be a PPR monster, and I think in the third round was a perfectly fine place to get him especially in a league where we have one keeper piece and so we're drafting you know one round ahead of everyone else who doesn't have a keeper league uh i think he's going to be a really good player for you
1: yes thank you uh let me tell you your best pick it wasn't the best value but it was definitely the the best player on the board and it was stefan Diggs in the second round
0: i have very high on stefan Diggs. yeah
1: my pretty much second round wide receiver rankings were stefan Diggs, ty hilton then mike evans
0: yeah i had and something similar
1: yeah you you had you got Stefan diggs you you didn't reach for him you got him where he was going but if i if you hadn't picked him he, yeah. there was no way he's coming back to you exactly there was no i was really like back that, that pick yeah so
0: well thank you i not you know my draft strategy I'll, got a little messed up but i basically went into it wanting in the first two rounds two of the following three players i wanted two of keenan allen aj green and Stephon Diggs. I only ended up with Stephon Diggs, yeah. but, hey, it's all right. Yeah.
1: I still think him and T.Y. are almost tied.
0: Like, yeah. The big question with maybe. both of them is, you know, the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck coming back after, what, almost two years? Kirk Cousins, brand new offense. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see.
1: Yeah, but they're solid number two wide receivers for sure. Maybe exactly. ones. No, maybe number ones.
0: I think Stephon Diggs is a one this year.
1: All right. Uh, so... If I had a pick that I could take back or do over, uh, I took Will Fuller in the seventh round just because I still think that was incredible value. But I think the Decent. value kind of blinded me, and I would have rather taken Kelvin Benjamin there.
0: You know, I think Will Fuller is the better player and in a better situation than Kelvin Benjamin. I can see where you're coming from because you had DeAndre Hopkins in the first round, and you mm-hmm. don't want to have two wide receivers on a team.
1: Yeah. But you know but what? the value was so good, I couldn't I Exactly, couldn't the value's
0: there, and you know what? Value in our league is somewhat fungible. I'm sure you can find a trade partner for Will Fuller, maybe get some fab money back, get a, a player back. You know, can do something. That's why mm-hmm. when I'm drafting, I don't look at things like, who do I already have on that team? No. who, what, When they're bye weeks or anything like that, I just look at it as straight value and then realize that, hey, maybe I'm going to have to work the trading block in order to make... This particular player, you know, give me value on my particular yeah. team.
1: And just between Kelvin Benjamin and Will Fuller, I think Benjamin's going to have the higher floor. I think he's going to be a more, like, slow and steady 10 to 15 points every week. I
0: think that's a high projection for him.
1: For I don't Benjamin? Like
0: you know who the quarterback is in Buffalo now?
1: Uh, it's not A.J. McCarron. It's uh, Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. Five
0: picks and not even a full game Nathan Peterman.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's just such a huge red zone target. He's he, he's all, Mr. He's, Very Necessary. Yeah, he's the second best athlete on that team behind LaShawn McCoy. I think yeah. LaShawn McCoy might lead the team in targets, but if, if it's not him, it's Benjamin. Well, and Will Fuller, I think, is going to have some big, big boom games. And he's, he's got some bust games. He's got a couple bust games coming his way, too. That's just yeah. the kind of guy he is. Mm-hmm. But as a bench-wide receiver, I'm okay with it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what pick would you do over Redo? So what I'm going to cheat
0: a little bit here because I got two because one of them's not technically a pick. So the first one that I would kind of want to do over on is Chris Hogan in the fourth. Oh, I got, really? I got thrown off my game a little bit. I think he's a fine pick in the fourth round, but in terms of longevity, I mean, Julian Edelman's coming back after four weeks. I don't know about it. I'm not, I'm not happy with him as my wide receiver, too. And... You know, just looking at other players that were there, I think I would have rather just gone for it and then maybe gotten a better value wide receiver too later on in the draft.
1: He was—he's your wide receiver too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't love that. No, he's I a don't flex either. guy. Exactly. But I don't think you have too much to worry about when Edelman comes back. They play completely different positions. Chris Hogan is talented. He is 7-11. He's always open.
0: That's true, but you know what? Julian Edelman is Tom Brady's guy.
1: Yeah. And Gronk. I mean, he turns into the third most targets, but when Edelman comes back behind Edelman and Gronk, but I still think that the Patriots are going to, they're going to put up a ton of points this year.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, their
1: defense is nothing special.
0: They still don't really have a running game.
1: Yeah. So I I still like Chris Hogan. I think he's going to. Stay consistent throughout the year. I mean, you might see a big bump in those first exactly. weeks. And maybe after week two or three, you try to trade him.
0: We'll see. But, but, you know, it's just... And again, the other thing I don't like is that he's on the Patriots, and it's just impossible to predict the Patriots.
1: It's getting a, a little clearer this year, at least in the passing weapons.
0: Yeah, we'll see. It just... Bill Belichick, you know, he's just, he's the chameleon. He'll yep. do whatever he has to do week to week to win. Oh, yeah. And if that means that's part of the game running the ball there. 50 times, that means running the ball 50 times.
1: Part of the game plan is having an, the other team expect one thing and going the other way. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's not a great wide receiver, too, but no. I like it as a flex option. Yeah. So that's, so maybe one of your other wide receivers. Yeah.
0: That's numbers. something I would rather do over and look at again but the other thing that I'm really kicking myself over after thinking about it is when you gave me you know that one minute to accept your trade of Kenyon Drake for Derrick Henry plus a fifth rounder I wish I'd taken that yep. I really wish I'd taken that I want to do that over again
1: I'm I'm more I'm way more excited ke- about Kenyon Drake now than what I am when I drafted him
0: yeah, and you know what? I was excited about Kenyon Drake. He was another player I was kind of hoping to leave with in the first four rounds and it just, you know, maybe I, I kind of wish I drafted him instead of Chris Hogan. But you know, like I said, my whole draft strategy got fucked up when Saquon fell to me in the first. Okay. And it was like, gotta oh be, shit.
1: You got to be Waterman. I know. You just got to go with the flow.
0: I, I tried to go with the flow, but I had no strategy for that possibility no. and it just kind of threw my whole my whole game.
1: All right, all right. Enough introspective bullshit. Right. Let's talk yeah. about the rest of these dummies.
0: Wait, I, I need to talk about your worst oh. pick, John. Oh, I'm right. sorry. You, you shit on my team. I need to. Shit I, on know. Your I okay.
1: Mike I, Williams was a reach, by the way.
0: Yeah, I, I understand that,
1: <laughs> Mister Reachy. That's well, right.
0: I think eighth round. On you know, it's all funny money. You just grab who you think is the best player. Yeah. Anyway, for you, I think, I think T Y and Seg was too high. Really. I do.
1: I mean, I explained to you that I wanted digs.
0: I know. I think T.Y. the second was still high. Here's two players that were still on the board who I think are more valuable than T.Y., and you probably could have traded into a better receiver than than T.Y. Jordan Howard and Joe Mixon. Still on the board when you drafted T.Y. Jordan really? Howard's a running back. I know. They're both running backs.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. And
0: I think you could have traded them to a team that maybe, because you would have been nah. stacked at running back then. And you could have traded them to a team that maybe had too many wide receivers. I had
1: a, I had a lot of late round high value running back or high ceiling running backs already like that. I knew I was going to get, so I wanted to stack up at wide receivers. I think T. Y. Hilton's a top twelve wide I receiver.
0: I understand the strategy. I just I feel like at where you were picking, which was you know kind of in the middle of the second round, I think that Jordan Howard and Joe Mixon were better value at that point, and. I think their trade value is worth more than T.Y.'s trade value. I still like T.Y. I don't think he's a horrible pick in the second round, but I think better value was there. Yeah,
1: When I look for running backs, especially that early in the draft, I I want them to be on a high-powered offense. I like Jordan Howard, don't get me wrong. And Joe Mixon's good, but neither of them are big, high-powered, big-scoring offenses.
0: See, and I think that's where you got to kind of project... You know, Bengals' offense last year. We already talked about the Bears being in the Stone Age, and you now Matt Nagy's there. And and Bengals, you know, remember, they started with one offensive coordinator, didn't score a touchdown in the first two games. And then they fired that guy, hired Bill Lazor, and immediately turned it around. Bill Lazer's now returning. I, I I think they're in for some positive regression there. And I, I like Joe Mixon. So, okay. I I don't know.
1: I was very happy with T.Y. in the second round. But I, it's my critique. All right. All right. Uh, best pick for someone else in the league? Do you want to go? I will I'm go. not super inspired by mine, so I'll let you go first.
0: I, I Diddy, this, this seemed to happen to me every round, this draft, and I got to give kudos to the rest of the league for drafting really well because it always seemed like I had two to three players I wanted in each round, and inevitably they all got sniped like yeah. three, four, five picks ahead of me. But this happened to me in the 12th round. It really stuck out. I wanted... Uh, well, I wanted a couple players, but one of them I really wanted was Chris Thompson in the 12th round. I think that's a really good value for him. And Diddy, you sniped him one spot ahead of me. That's great value. Good pick up there, Chris Thompson in the 12th.
1: Good, yeah, good value. A bit of a... He's hes a taking time bomb, though.
0: I, not the way they're going to use him. I mean, if they use him the way that they were using him last year, just as a third-down, check-down machine... We're, we're a PPR league. That's... Amazing production for a flex, which is what Diddy's going to use him
1: as. I I get him in the 12th round. I get it. But I never want a player that the coaches are saying that they have to limit. I want players that are limitless. It.
0: But, you know, they were limiting him last year, and he still produced just fine. Until he got
1: hurt. All well, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, my I think this was the best value in our league. And like I said, it was a tough one to pick. But uh, LaShawn McCoy in the fifth round by... Uh, the Cellar Dwellers. Great value if he's healthy and if he doesn't go to prison.
0: Exactly. Yeah. that's I And mean, that's why he fell that far.
1: Yeah. That's why he fell. But we saw Zeke fall that far last year, and he, he more than made up for it. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy, I think Jared said it last year that 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 downhill slide has been coming for a long time, but it just never seems to come. Right. Maybe this is the year. Maybe. But maybe not, and maybe you've got a top he ends running up back with four for four weeks
0: of rest, and comes back and just plays like. Uh, I don't
1: think he's. If he gets suspended, it's not going to happen this year.
0: I could see that. Yeah. Now, if yeah, that's big risk, but if he plays, it's amazing value.
1: Because um, he's, he's he's
0: he's a he's a second round pick. Yeah,
1: otherwise. and he gets tons of opportunity, tons of opportunity, and is only going to get more this year. Yeah, he is that offense. Oh yeah, I think he might be the the reception leader in that. And that's in a PPR league, that's really good.
0: That's right. Okay, let's talk about who had the worst pick. Do you want me to go? I'll tell you, I'll go. I mean, I specifically chose not someone on Carter's team because I feel like we always do Carter. And, Carter, you did have some horrible picks on the value side. Maybe we'll talk about those later. I explained
1: value to him during the draft. Exactly. So,
0: So, Carter, just know that you're you're kind of on – you know, you're on blast. You're on notice, but we're not going to talk about Carter. We're going to actually. I because I think Diddy also had one of the worst picks in the league. Okay. Deshaun Watson in the third. Terrible.
1: Yeah he he had an extra third round pick.
0: Still, come on. If you got two extra fourths. picks, why would you waste them? Why waste extra picks? Yeah. Let me tell you why. Deshaun Watson. I know he was phenomenal for you, you last year, Diddy. For like what five games? Five games. And. That's great, but you know what? Even if he puts up QB, number one, overall numbers this year, which is, I think you got to look at what, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or something from last year.
1: Yeah, Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, it's still, like, it's not even on par with what he was doing last year. What what he was doing last year was so statistically anomalous Mm -hmm. that... You have absolutely zero expectation of it even coming close to what he was doing, and you have every expectation that he's in for negative regression. Yeah. So I am never a fan of a quarterback that early, and if you are going to pick that early, you know, get a blue chip player who does it year in, year out. Aaron Rodgers is the only one I can think of there, and I still think that's way too high for Aaron Rodgers. Deshaun Watson, that's such a gamble, and did he? No. I mean, come on. Even if you've got a third-round pick, that's still way too high for Deshaun Watson, who is a, a rookie quarterback going into his second year. And more often than not, we see second-year rookie quarterbacks regressing instead of building upon what they've done the year before.
1: I'm a Deshaun Watson believer this year. But, yeah, I think Diddy probably – he's he had two extra fourth-round picks. He could have he taken him there so and gotten someone better in the third. And, yeah, I – I I think Deshaun Watson's got a big year ahead of him, but... Not that big. Not that big. So, okay. Uh, Worst value in the draft. This was an easy one for me. I knew it as soon as I saw it happen. I don't know what Matt Brown's situation was during the draft, if he was actually drafting or if he was auto-drafting, but Golden Tate in the third round.
0: Yeah, that's pretty high. Yuck. Yeah.
1: I dislike it for two reasons.
0: I mean, who else was... Jarvis Landry still on the board?
1: Here's who was still on the board. Jarvis Landry, Ugh. Amari Cooper, Josh Gordon, man, uh, Brandon Cooks, Chris Hogan, uh, Godwin, all still on the board. Plus yeah. the thing that I really don't like about it, everybody had Marvin Jones, the other wide receiver in Detroit, and uh, Golden Tate like back-to-back. Whenever you see that in rankings, it's just the people doing the rankings like, I don't know, it's one of these two.
0: Actually, I would rather have Golden Tate than Marvin
1: Jones, but... In a PPR, sure. But, you, but he yeah. was ranked, like, right behind him in everybody's... Exactly. And, and, and right now, actually, in a couple uh, rankings, he's going ahead. Yeah. And, I mean, so.
0: third round is still way too high for either of them. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, Matt Brown, shame on you.
0: Oh, well. All right, let's... Should we just talk about teams overall?
1: Uh Yeah, who was your... who? All right, best team overall, if you had to swap teams with somebody
0: as in send them a trade offer <laughs> for entire teams <laughs>
1: yes exactly which i received from you yesterday <laughs> you really didn't like your draft
0: <laughs> actually it's i'm not i don't hate my team it's just it's not the team i would not even say it's not the team i was hoping for it's just not the team i was planning on okay so it's it's kind of thrown me for a loop so
1: who had the best who had the best draft
0: i hate I really hate that I have to say it, but I was looking at it and Brennan, even though you had so much extra draft capital, I don't even think your team is that great. John, Bratt, I don't know how you do it, but I think you had the best draft this year.
1: Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was
0: looking at it and I, I love your receivers. I love DeAndre Hopkins. I think T.Y. Hilton is a great wide receiver too, you know, with the potential to put a wide receiver number one numbers. Mm-hmm. I love David Johnson as the running back, of course. That's a great keeper for you. Um, I just think your team top to bottom is is really complete, and if you can avoid the injury bug, I, yeah, I love it. I don't even think you have to play the waiver wire that much.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, I agree, obviously. Uh, I do think my team's <laughs> the best. Um, <laughs> I was you. on point this year drafting, dude. I have never been so in tune, finger on the pulse, <laughs> of the fantasy drafts. It was, it was a good year. I think I got a championship team on my hands and, uh, yeah. Uh, I plan on going eight and no. Yeah. I really hate that. Yeah.
0: I'd, I'd really hate having to say that.
1: Uh, so my best overall team other than myself, I got to hand it to someone who, uh, this is definitely the first time he's received this award. Tyler Britch. I really like your team. Um, I, I, I got to say this with a caveat just because during the off season, I kind of took Tyler bridge under my wing. <laughs> oh, you're going to take credit for this one. Okay. We, we did a couple mock drafts together where I coached him up a little bit.
0: Oh, okay. All right. We so... spent
1: many, uh, you know, golf games and sitting around drinking beers, talking about fantasy football theories and dr- how to draft and explaining to him, you know, why you want to wait on quarterbacks and, Tyler bridge god damn if you didn't take in every little piece of knowledge that I put your way. Because <laughs> his team, I like a lot. It, it It's a good team. I mean, Tom Brady, good number two quarterback, number three quarterback, yeah. easy. Antonio Brown, love it. Yeah, obviously. Mike Evans as a wide receiver, too. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, we talked about that, fifth, fifth round value, great. Travis Kelsey, top three tight end. Uh, Cooper Cup, a lot of people are down on Cooper Cup this year. He's a fine flex. I, he is a fine flex, flex player. And he, he got Jamal Williams, which is good, but when he's also got um, Julian Edelman. When Julian Edelman comes in, that's your flex play easy.
0: I would definitely start uh, Duke Johnson Jr. over uh, Jamal Williams.
1: Yeah, I might too. Uh, or, actually, I might start James White.
0: Yeah, I could see that, too. Yeah. Uh,
1: Chris Godwin's going to be good later on in the season. He's got Ingram on the bench, and he's got the Jacksonville D. Tyler Bridge, well done, sir.
0: You know what I would actually consider doing? I don't usually recommend doing this, but he's got Travis Kelsey and Trey Burton. I would I would consider running a two tight end set. Yeah. Especially would, since Adam not, Shaheen, not every week. Especially since Adam Shaheen's on injured reserve now, it's only Trey Burton. He's the only pass catching tight end. And look, Matt Nagy, he was on the Chiefs last year. Travis Kelsey got the ball a lot. I think Trey Burton's gonna get the ball a lot. Um I would depending on the matchups, I would definitely consider running two tight ends.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Tyler I think Tyler had a really good draft. Uh
0: the big weakness on a team on his team, of course, is LaShawn McCoy. If the worst happens, his next best running back is, you know, Duke Johnson Junior maybe? James yeah. White. That's that's I don't want to have that as my running back.
1: Yeah, maybe he maybe he can package James White, Travis Kelsey, see if he can get yeah. a number two running back. Exactly. Yeah. Um honorable mention, I think Schaefer's gonna be hard to beat this year. Just whenever you have Odell Beckham on a team, it's hard and he's he got Freeman too. I really liked him and he was good value. I do and Amari Cooper, I think he's gonna have a bounce back here.
0: Oh yeah, I think so. I do really like uh, Brennan's team, obviously, which, you know, how can you not? Because he had all those extra draft picks. I mean, you can't leave the draft with a shitty team. I don't think he left it with the best team that he could have, but yeah. still obviously a very good team.
1: It's a good team. I don't love Demarius Thomas or Devontae Adams. Like, I, I downgraded both those guys a lot. Um but he's got Marvin Jones Jr. That might end up being good. And I really like Devontae Kenny, Adams. Kenny Stills might be a, a number one wide receiver this year.
0: I seriously doubt that. Why? Just because it's Ryan Tannehill throwing the football, and Kenny Stills is behind Devontae Parker.
1: Devontae Park. he's not behind Devontae Parker anymore, bro. They are I think all, so. They are trying to trade Devontae Parker, and he's got a broken hand. I can't catch balls with a broken hand.
0: Okay, that's true, but still, it's Ryan Tannehill throwing the football.
1: Marlon Mack, yeah. Brendan's got a decent team. i Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: All right. This is the this is the tough one. This is the worst team. Yeah, the worst teams. Go ahead, one thunder. Uh,
0: again, Carter, you were in consideration, and just because I I feel bad crapping on you all the time in this podcast, you're on blast. You didn't leave the draft with a very good team. Better
1: than I expected.
0: Yeah. It. I didn't look at it and feel like I had to choose your team. And so in the interest of picking someone else, I'm actually picking Bubenay because I, looking at his team, I feel like there is a lot of potential, but no, nothing certain other than Aaron Rodgers and Alvin Kamara.
1: See, all that stuff you said about Deshaun Watson being an anomaly, I kind of feel that way with Alvin Kamara.
0: I, I could see that, yeah. Yeah. And I think you know you were deciding who to keep between Kamara and Johnson I think Johnson was the correct keeper. Mm-hmm. But um you know I like Alvin Kamara a lot obviously. I think you've got to draft him where Boobnay drafted him which was in the back of the first round I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually I think it was the 4th pick.
0: Ooh oh yeah. Bubenay. Maybe
1: maybe it was the 6th. Maybe it was the 6th.
0: Boobnay okay I don't know if I agree with that. But anyway, I just I am very suspicious of having your two wide receivers be Tyreek Hill and Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. I think they're both good wide receivers, but I don't think either of them is a number one wide receiver. And I think there's going to be times where they don't even finish as wide receiver twos.
1: I think Tyree Kill is going to be a wide receiver one. I think Patrick Mahomes has a cannon of an arm, and Tyree Kill can get downfield fast.
0: He can, but I've. I thought that about him last year and I valued him very highly last year. And I was Alex Smith was his quarterback and Alex Smith actually aired it out a lot and had a great year last year. And it's just still still Tyree kill is a gadget player who can definitely take the top off offenses. But I think that, you know, Andy Reid running a West coast offense, that's what he uses him for to take the tops off the offense and then works the middle of the field, which works out great for like Travis Kelsey and Kareem hunt and those type players. And yeah, every so often Tyreek Hill is going to have like a 70 yard touchdown and he's going to have really good weeks. But I, I, I see him as, you know, a better version of Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. I don't see him as a wide receiver one in terms of consistency.
1: Okay. We'll have to wait and see on that. Um, one of the things I don't like on Boubinet's team, everyone's really high on Chris, or not Chris, uh, Godwin, what's his name? The San Francisco. Wide receiver.
0: Marquise Goodwin. Marquise I was Goodwin. considering keeping him, but. Here's
1: actually, why you shouldn't. Not so in the eighth. Yeah. Would you agree with me that um, in uh, Shanahan's offense this year, Goodwin's going to be playing the Julio Jones role?
0: No, because, I mean, Julio plays a unique role, but yeah, he is the. I think he's the wide receiver one. I think he's going to be drawing the most attention yeah. from the secondary.
1: Do you think that Godwin is as. Gifted athlete is Julio Jones? No, obviously not. Does it concern you that Julio Jones had really bad touchdown numbers the last two years?
0: No, because he didn't have that bad of numbers the year before, and last year was obviously an anomaly, and he's due I for I just, positive regression. I see Goodwin.
1: Not, I understand not seeing in the end zone very often.
0: Look, I think that Goodwin, he's got. I think he's. That's why I say he's got a lot of potential on his team. Like. I I wouldn't mind having Tyreek Killer or Juju Smith-Schuster on my roster, but as, you know, flex plays or wide receiver two plays. And I like, I like Robbie Anderson, I like Marquise Goodwin, but again, you know, I, I think those are great flex plays, you know, maybe they'll turn into wide receiver twos. I just... I feel like he's got a lot of potential on his team, like I said, and nothing... If it all works out for him, I think he's got a great team, but I don't think that all of it's going to work out for him he's got too many speculative players on his team
1: i think he's going to have weeks where he puts up a lot of points and weeks where he puts up very little right he's going to be one of those teams that's at the bottom and then the top
0: exactly and i by week and the consist the consistency is just not there for i think mm-hmm. almost all of his players like i said except for you know aaron Rodgers and then maybe alvin kamara you know tight end jack doyle Ugh. He's fine, but come yeah. on, man. That can't it could be, your... be Ebron. It could exactly. easily be Ebron. And I mean Jack Doyle is not someone you draft. Jack Doyle is someone you get off the waivers and exactly. play week to week. Rashard Matthews and Tariq Cohen, again, I really like those plays I and mean, I think they're good flex plays, but they're gonna I like Tariq Cohen this year. I think I I... he's all right. He's yeah. gonna be used a lot. Rashard
1: Matthews. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm shaking my head in disapproval.
0: Yeah, it's just, I'm actually, I'm kind of low on the entire Tennessee offense right now. Yeah. Just because of the injured state of their offensive line. But, yeah, Boob and I just don't like it. I think it's, I think there's a lot of red flags on your team, a lot of areas of concern. Oh.
1: All right. My worst. Oh, he's also got two quarterbacks on his team, which I think is stupid. Yes, that is stupid. Uh... The team that I think did the worst, and it pains me to do this on Thunder. I really don't want to. Really? But it's my journalistic integrity, I guess you would have to say, that makes me have to call this person out.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Jay Diddy. Diddy? I hate your team, man. Really? I hate it. Sure, Deshaun Watson's got a lot of upside, but he's a rookie quarterback that's very much unproven he's had five games yeah they were great but let's see him do it for a whole season without breaking himself tyler lockett sure there's upside there but it has a wide receiver one no
0: ooh, yeah Yeah. okay you're making a good case here
1: michael crabtree i think is just over the hill i I know
0: i really like michael crabtree this year
1: i know he they used him really well in oakland but I just don't see Baltimore having enough big games where they're going to be throwing the ball right. down the field. That. I see
0: Michael Crabtree as having a lot of volume this year just because he's... Who else are they going to throw to in Baltimore?
1: I don't know. I just don't like that it's probably Joe Flacco's last year there, and I think he's going to favor anybody that he's got rapport with.
0: And But who it's, does he have rapport with
1: there? I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But. I, th- I think
0: it's going to be Crabtree just because... Because there's no one else there. I actually really like Crabtree. Yeah.
1: I like Christian McCaffrey. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I
0: actually, I was looking at McCaffrey in the draft this year, and the Carolina offensive line has actually suffered some injuries, mm-hmm. and I actually downgraded Christian McCaffrey because of those injuries. Also, I, I have some reservations about McCaffrey this year. I think he's a fine running back, and i I don't think there's any problem starting him. I just, I think his ceiling's a little bit lower now.
1: Yeah, Uh, I don't like that. They've talked about using him so much; he could get injured. Yeah, he's not that big. He's not that big. He's sure he's a tough guy, but
0: I think he's a Chris Thompson player with more volume.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think he needs to be used differently. So hopefully, they'll use C.J. Anderson more this year. But that cuts into McCaffrey. Uh, Evan Ingram.
0: I love it. I got no problem with it. No.
1: Here's the problem with Evan Ingram. Okay. Evan Ingram did not emerge until the Giants were desperate last year. Sharp was hurt. Beckham Beckham, was hurt. Brandon Marshall was hurt. They had no sort of running game. That's when Evan Ingram emerged. Now they got... That's fair. Maybe one of the best running backs in the league. They've got one of the best um, wide receivers in the league. Sharp's back. They're... Offensive line is still somewhat questionable, which makes me think Evan Ingram going to be drawn on to block a lot. He can't For block. Saquon Barkley. And then he won't be on the field. Exactly. So I no, don't I, like Evan Ingram a lot at, at all this year.
0: I. Those are all very good points. I still like him because I think that he has – Sure, he's talented. He's very talented. Sure, he's talented. They're all I,
1: talented. They're in the NFL.
0: No, even for the NFL, I think he's very talented, and I think they're going to find ways to use
1: him. Okay.
0: But I, I think you've raised very valuable – very valid points there.
1: Yeah, Alex Collins, he's a fine flex player. You won't get any arguments from me on that. Other than that, they're not in a super high-powered offense. They're not. A, the Baltimore Ravens have never been a scoreboard team. You know, I mean, not recently. No, no.
0: But no, yeah. I think I think he's very good. I think he's gonna get more than a few receptions this year. And I think he's obviously the best running back on that team. They yeah. really like him.
1: Chris Thompson, again, he's, a very good. Flex he's player. good. But he's another very injury-prone guy. He's he, he is running the ball. He's sharing a backfield with a Hall of Famer and Adrian Peterson. So yeah, right, just, just, right, just, just right. saying that. Whatever. I'm not – I mean – Whatever. Adrian Peterson had some big games last year.
0: I think Adrian Peterson will have a few good games at the beginning of the year, and smart owners will capitalize on those games by trading him because he will not finish strong. Yeah.
1: Pierre Garçon, don't know. Just haven't seen him en- enough in uh, Shanahan's offense. And with I truly Garoppolo. think Goodwin,
0: Goodwin is the receiver to own in San Francisco, not Pierre Garcon.
1: Yeah, I ne- truly believe, I, that. I believe that too. I just don't see uh, Goodwin putting that's up fair. Big big games. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, we'll see if he if he's healthy. If Carson Wentz is healthy, we already know Carson Wentz okay. isn't playing week Very one. Very
0: cold take. I start Alshon Jeffrey over Tyler Lockett.
1: Yeah, uh, I. Wouldn't. not hot at all. But I wouldn't. I would. Yeah. Devonte Parker, hate it. Drop him. I think you can drop Devontae Parker. Ronald Jones, drop wh- him. Drop him. He had 25 carries for 22 yards in the preseason. That's
0: uh, and, and Tampa Bay is not good.
1: Nick Chubb, that's that's a that's huge, a stash. That's a stash. It's a huge lottery ticket. Who knows if that's going to exactly. work out? Um,
0: John Brown.
1: I think John Brown is actually going to end up being the number one wide receiver in Baltimore. But I still don't I think love he.
0: I think he. All right. So I don't know if you remember this, but a couple of years ago, you know, Mike Wallace kind of washed up at that point. Mm-hmm. Ended up on Baltimore, and um, he from the Dolphins. And you know what? He ended up finishing. I, I remember this because I made a bet with someone about it. He ended up finishing uh, the year with twelve points or more in PPR. Um, in like more than half more the game. time. Yeah. More than half the time. He was fairly boomer bust, but. I think that John Brown will have a similar year as what Mike Wallace had a couple years ago in Baltimore. You know, Joe Flacco, he throws the ball deep. He's a very deep game type of quarterback. And John Brown, I think fits that. I don't know if he's as talented as Mike Wallace. And certainly there's the sickle cell health concerns that go with him. But you know, I, I think he could have a similar year this year is what he had to Mike Wallace, which is you know
1: wide receiver. Re-
0: expecting two. you know eight to twelve points every week, sometimes more, sometimes less.
1: Yeah, sorry Diddy, I got I I just don't like your team at all.
0: I tell you, I love the LA defense this year.
1: <laughs> Great,
0: <laughs> <laughs> come on, I got I gotta give him something. Yeah. But I think you've made a strong case for him having the worst team. And you know what? In hindsight, you know what's obvious about Diddy's team? No first round pick.
1: Yep. Very obvious. You have to have a first-round pick to be competitive in this league.
0: I, I and agree. And giving
1: someone else two first-round picks does not help anybody, especially yourself.
0: That's true, but uh, you know what? I, yeah. Diddy, it just seems like you have a team full of really good flex players. Yeah,
1: it'll be interesting to see who wins between Boobine and Diddy this year.
0: Yeah, it will. All right. All right. John Bryant, <laughs> is there is there anything else to talk about?
1: No, I think that's it.
0: I mean, football hasn't started yet. I'm very excited for football. Thursday night. I'm very excited to away. see the Bears play. And look, may the best team win.
1: Oh, there's something else we need to talk about.
0: What do we need to talk about?
1: I think it's important that we have a discussion about FAB. All right. Everyone should learn what FAB is before the season starts. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Please don't spend eighty dollars on a guy who has a really good week one.
1: But then again, don't be afraid to spend spend up your budget in the first few weeks because that's when those big players emerge. So here's how Fab's going to work for everybody because I'm not sure everybody even knows what it is. Um, Tuesday night, so free agency
0: acquisition budget. So
1: Thursday, a game's going to start. Once that game starts, all of those Thursday night players, which in this case would be the Falcons and the Eagles, those teams are going to lock until Tuesday. Then Sunday morning games are going to start. Those those games are going to those players are going to lock until Tuesday. Then the rest of the games are going to play out until everyone's eventually locked. And then Tuesday night, everyone's going to go in, and if they want to do any um, waiver wire moves, they bid. They're going to have to do a blind bid on players that they want. In that process, you can prioritize which players you want, and how much you want to pay for them, and what players you want to drop on your bench. It's going to happen every Tuesday night, so everyone better put it on their schedule. Mark it on the calendar.
0: And if you win the bid, your money is spent.
1: Exactly. And you get that player.
0: Exactly. If you lose the bid, your money is not spent. Exactly. You keep your money.
1: Yes. Something to keep in mind that I think is just a general kind of principle for everyone to since it's the first year i don't mind giving a little bit of tips try to save half of your budget for the second half of the the year you don't want to be looking at 20 percent of your budget when there's half the year's gone and also you don't want to be looking at going into the
0: playoffs and you have an injury and you're looking at a really good player
1: exactly and And you want to
0: be able to pull the trigger on that
1: yeah but and on the same hand you don't want to have 80% 80% of the year budget by the end of the year. Because it doesn't roll over. It doesn't help you in any way. Right. There's no po- extra points for how much money you have left over in the fab. As far as trading fab money, still yet to be determined. I haven't seen anything that shows that we can do fab trades. However.
0: We need to make that happen, Chapman, right? it,
1: it, it's It's not an option on Yahoo. I can't do anything about it. It was a
0: selling point to me for voting for it. Here's what I'm
1: saying. If there are two teams that want to make a trade that involves FAB budget, I think, unless I don't know because the FAB whole thing hasn't opened up yet, I think the commissioner can go in and adjust people's FAB budgets. So if you and Mikey want to make a trade and FAB dollars are involved and you tell me the trade, I can go in and adjust your FAB budgets. Okay. So you we can will. That's still on the table for now, boys. If, if it turns out I can't do anything with the FAB budgets, sorry. You know, it's we're trying this out for the first year. None of us really know how it works. But that's all I wanted to say about FAB. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys doing it. And if no one likes it, or a lot of people don't like it, we can always trade you back next year.
0: That's true. Oh, one other thing, John Bryant. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but after the FAB bids have processed tuesday night wednesday morning you can then troll the waiver wire to pick up people for free
1: until until they're until yeah Yeah. until
0: it starts again next week yeah so obviously keep an eye out for who's been acquired and obviously who's been dropped exactly as part of those acquisitions because
1: players are going to get dropped that maybe um are still valuable bench guys
0: right yeah so, you know, that's the other nice thing about the Fab is that, like, you don't have to use it all the time when you're trolling the waiver wire. You still get some free pickups. It's just you don't get first dibs, so to speak.
1: Yes. Do you want first dibs, you're going to have to pay for it. Exactly. Yep. All right. Uh, one more thing before we finish it out. Lynn Thunder, during the draft, you uh, told everybody in the room that uh, I had left my email account open on your computer, which I'm sure I did because I'm a trustworthy guy and I thought you were a trustworthy guy and we do the show together. What?
0: Which pin for the soundboard?
1: Oh, 8044. Um, Don't try to distract me. (laughs) Trying to lay this out. Long story short, you told everyone in the draft room that I had bought some ultimate draft kit. You had. Bullshit, Lynn Thunder. I've never... Ever bought any sort of draft tools paid for any sort of draft tools don't you put that on me it's bullshit I want you to say right now that you were lying
0: I was not lying
1: god damn it Lynn Thunder it's not true what- if you think it's
0: not true then you should just send you all your emails to the league to prove it
1: that's not going to prove anything First, I don't have I I, <laughs> I don't have any receipts for fucking ultimate draft kits. You may have seen deposited money into draft.com because I am playing a lot of uh, best ball this year.
0: No, this was from the fantasy footballers. Thank you for purchasing the ultimate draft kit. I
1: did not fucking purchase the ultimate draft kit. If I had, don't you think I'd use it or talk about it or anything? No, you wouldn't because it's a shameful thing to need to use. I've never done that, and it. it God damn it, Lin Thunder! <laughs> All right. This is a big deal to me. Okay, I, I, I didn't do it. Okay, and I want you to tell everybody that I didn't do it.
0: Why is that so important to
1: you? Because I don't use fucking paid for. Dr- I do my own research. Uh huh. I don't believe you, John Brett. Fine. <laughs> don't don't believe me. <laughs> I bet you paid for stuff.
0: No, I didn't. The only things I paid for are sex. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, John Brian. I, I'm i so excited for football. I'm glad we get to do this again this year. Mm-hmm. Let's rock and roll.
1: Everybody, email us at Studios at gmail.com. With any questions, we will answer every single question that comes to us.
0: Even if it's, like, two.
1: All right, let, let's go drink some more. All right. Goodbye. All my worst behavior, no? They used to never want to hear us. Remember? It's the 503 Kill Cast. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face, I don't like your jerk-off behavior, and I don't like you. With your host, John Bryant. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all! And Lynn the Jazzman Thunder. (laughs) No business, bond, insecure, junkyard motherfucker! Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. You don't know how to trash talk, do you? I do know how to trash talk, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks.